Hello, world. Welcome, everyone that's tuning in to another Mindful Leader podcast. Uh, with me today, I have Mr. Ukash. Uh, Ukash and I uh, are known for doing uh, push-ups in the middle of the street, in the middle of the night. Uh, Ukash is also head of technology at uh, Roche in, in Poland. And we're here to, to hear from him a bit about uh, leadership, uh, maybe a little bit about mindfulness, and get to know him uh, a little bit better. Ukash, thank you so much for, for being with us today. Hi, Patrick. Hey, all. And uh, thank you for having me. So let's jump right into it. Lots is going on these days. In your opinion, what are some of the biggest problems that leaders are facing nowadays? Well, uh, probably there are a couple of things, but thinking about in the context of our discussion about the mindful uh, leadership, there are two things that are coming to my mind. The first one is the multitude of everything that is around us, starting with the information, the amount of emails we are getting every day, the newly published books that we could read and get better, the articles from multiple different websites, and there's a lot of everything. And we could feel at times overwhelmed uh, by it. There's, there are also multiple projects being run in our companies, initiatives that are being kicked off, and the ones that we would like to kick off. Uh, so being able to, to focus and choose the ones that would be best for, for us, for our company, um, that's one of the key challenges that every leader is facing these days, not only for himself or herself, but also for all the people they have within their teams how to make sure that what we do is not only done right, but it's also the right thing to do. Um, and then the second aspect would be actually the change. Uh, the change that is called to be the only constant and looking past my like career and how different structures, how different corporations been evolving, it looks like the cycles are becoming shorter and shorter. Uh, we need to be uh, faster in adoption. I think one of the reasons for that is that it's much easier to start these days, start a new company, start a new business. Um, and like looking even on like websites and like a shop or, or online shop, you can now in in a couple of years back, you had to create everything uh, from the scratch, maybe using some basic WordPress themes. But now you can do it within one day using Facebook or build your custom built shop on based on Shopify uh, and be there uh, with, uh, with top brands, uh, which some of them are actually laggards in that regard. So uh, to sum it up, the multitude of things and uh, the aspect of change, I would call those are two biggest um, challenges for leaders when I think about aspects where actually mindfulness could help. I like that. Um, 
it is sort of the the attention economy these days. I was listening to Netflix's CEO talking about his biggest competitors. And normally we think, oh, it's, you know, Amazon, it's HBO. What he said is sleep. <laughs> sleep is our biggest competitor because if people slept, <laughs> slept less, then they could pay more attention to, <clears throat> to, to Netflix, right? And uh, change, yeah, definitely. Um, faster and faster, like you're saying. But uh, we're also able to, to make change ourselves quicker, right? From all these custom pre-built stuff and, and technology, et cetera. So, so thanks for bringing those, those two points up. Do you have a, like a mantra, a quote, a credo, something that resonates with you uh, these days? Well, I, I, I have one that definitely resonates with me since I became adult, so like 18 years old. Uh, it's not a direct quote, but it's, well, to maybe stop for a moment. This year we have uh, a Lakers year. They just won the NBA title. It's for sure a, a happy moment for them, for everyone in the Lakerland. But within this year, there was also uh, a moment that wasn't that happy. It actually quite tragic with the death of Kobe Bryant, who for me was one of these sports figures that I was looking up for when I was growing up. And I never found a direct quote, but one thing that I said he was saying in one of the videos is that when he was thinking about what to work on and how to improve, he wanted to be the best version of himself, you know, to look in the mirror and say, I'm the best version of myself. I might not be as big or as quick or as physically gifted uh, as some others, but I will work upon what I have and like keep growing. And this is something that resonates with me that when I look in the mirror, I could I would also want to be able to say truthfully to me uh, that, okay, I, I'm growing and I'm becoming the better version of myself. I love it. I love it. I grew up in, in San Diego, which is two hours away from Los Angeles, close, closest basketball team professional mm. basketball team so my heart uh, and soul resonates with with the lakers it's a, it's a big uh, a big yeah. year for them right uh, both uh, from the negative perspective but also from the positive perspective um true and uh, and you know maybe to elaborate on this a little bit more um so actually when it, it became so important for me because I was a late bloomer and when I was like a kid uh, or a bigger kid when I was in the high school, um, the level of expectations weren't that high uh, and I reached those expectations, but the bar was really low. It was like to pass from one class to another and basically um, if the police wasn't coming, then it was okay. Um, and, 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 you know, it comes a lot from who is our parents and how we are being raised. Um, and in my case, uh, my parents became independent, uh, together, uh, with my sister and they move out from our family house. They moved to United Kingdom. 
and I was with the one that left behind. Usually it happens the other way around, right? The kid becomes the independent one. Um, and my parents wanted me to go actually to the uh, public school for the university, but I knew from the get-go that actually we won't be able uh, to make it from the financial standpoint, like to cover the house in Poland, the house in UK, and also like my living expenses if I would be studying uh, the in and the out. Uh, and, and then when I was discussing that with my father, it was vacation period between just after I finished the high school before the next season, and he suggested to me that, well, they left a car, so maybe I would become a pizza driver. Uh, and like two weeks after uh, the discussion, uh, I got into one of the free components that I was targeting. It was Samsung Electronics. Uh, and three months later, I was the youngest group leader over there. So, and, and that like allowed me to believe that actually I need to be the one who sets the bar for myself. Uh, and whenever I was leading teams, I was always making sure that I am not setting limitations for them because they actually can go and reach wherever they want to be. And I'm not the one who should like limit their dreams or their goals or their passions. Beautiful, great story, great story. And since you're you're talking about uh, leadership, what is what is mindful leadership for you? Why is it important? There are a couple aspects that I believe where mindfulness can can help leaders be better leaders. Um, so we've talked at the beginning about one of the problems, about the, the extreme amount of things that we can focus on or, or do and not be focused really. Uh, and mindfulness can, can get us to that focus, to reflect upon ourselves, what we are good at, what we are not that good, uh, what's important for us, what are our beliefs, uh, and then focus on the aspects where we can bring the best value um, for ourselves, but also for our teams. And it's like a, a constant process of prioritizing uh, our work and reprioritizing. And honestly, even so, it is a focus for me for more than a year, maybe last two years, I, I, I internally feel that I need to keep working on that. And like, I know that my team's expectation is that we would be even clearer on what is really the most important. Um, for now, I believe it's, it's probably easier just to do it for myself than for the whole organization that is around me. Uh, and I believe that being mindful firstly about you and then your team can help focus on what's on the things that you should actually do and that would be the one part of that the other is to be to not fall into the trap of of taking change as something that is negative. Mm. 
to not fall into the the victim loop where everyone else is to blame but not you and uh, and and looking for like either ignoring the problems or looking for an easy excuses or rationalizing the things why they are happening in the way they are happening and not the way you would want them to and, and when i think about the word rationalize it's like i like to divide it into two parts it's rational but they are also lies so those are the things that you are just telling yourself and and the problem with that is that the smarter you are the more rationales you can come up with so when there is like a i i, I remember back in the previous company uh, before rosh uh, there was a decision about moving one of the departments uh, to india and it was like a, a done deal it was a decision uh, and afterwards i saw a presentation with different graphs and statistics why it's not a good idea um, and it's it's like a waste effort it's basically it won't change anything uh, you may feel better for a moment uh, you may feel smart uh, because you come up with those but it won't change your position so instead i believe it's far better to be to be mindful and and reflect upon the situation you are in and it's all about asking yourself questions uh, and coming up with potential solutions and trying them out and of course it, it you may uh, not end up successful in the first tryout second or a third but as long as you identify that uh, it's something that stands on your way on on a way to your goals you can actually do something about it um you, you can you can try you can fail and take lessons from it and try again uh, and as long as you are trying you are the one that is in control and being in control it's uh, for me it's very in line with mindfulness uh, so that you take the ownership for your own actions and your own life and it's not like life is happening to you I like that the the element of, of focus, the element of being aware of change, and you know the the thoughts you're having, the the reflections. Uh, I really like what you're saying about you know rationalize. I, I won't forget that <laughs> rationalize. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, cool. Lots of benefits to, to that for sure. What about um, more of a fun question? If you can live in any period in time past or future where would you want to live and uh, why hmm. uh, that's actually pretty funny because i recently been talking with a friend about the same subject so Good. we spent like an hour uh, <laughs> stealing different angles and informations and like uh, talking about the subject like would you have the same knowledge like you have right now like moving to 2000 would be pretty awesome you could easily get uh, rich and very influential you would be you know the the brightest man alive uh, maybe except i don't know maybe except elon musk <laughs> um, uh, although uh, i actually would say that here and now 
uh, I, I think there is a reason uh, why I was born uh, in this particular time. Uh, I was raised for la over last 30 years to, to be ready for that particular time. Uh, and, uh, and honestly, I think we are living in an awesome time, except, except some of the things that are currently going on in our typical um, uh, starting point of the discussions. Uh, I still look on the amount of innovations that are happening, uh, the new authorized intellectual properties being created. Um, deep, deep, even in the progress in uh, pharmaceutical world and the new medicines that are coming on and are prolonging um, the, our, our lives and in general like, like what is the longevity of the, of the life, the quality of life mm. um, and like the kings and princes uh, in, in the like couple hundred years ago wouldn't dream of the quality of life that the ordinary uh, person have right now. True. The only different option, but not for like full livelihood, but like I would only want to have a glimpse of how it looks like, would be like a hundred or two hundred years ahead. Mm. But I think I wouldn't be ready to like live in that, you know, society, in that world, because I I, I'm not even sure if I would know how to open a door, yeah. if, if there even are doors at that time, uh, like looking on small kids when they are approaching TV and trying to uh, slide it left and right and they are surprised that it doesn't work <laughs> because it should, because it's so natural for them because they've been using iPad before. Um, it's like the, the, the speed of progress is so quick and the change that happened like in the last 10 or 20 years, it's even hard to imagine where we will get in, um, in yeah, in 100 years. We are already alive in the time uh, where everything what they invented in Jetsons is already here. True, 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 true. Very cool. And Patrick, tell me about yours. What would be yours time? I'd... Uh... I'd love to, I mean, uh, I, I like now and, and I agree with, you know, the, the potential of everything that's happening right now. I'd love to get a glimpse of the dinosaurs, you know, and kind mm -hmm. of just see, see that. Maybe in a hundred years, Jurassic Park will actually uh, exist. Uh, but I'd love to see like myself in the future, like a 70 year old, 80 year old Patrick. And just so I could have like a conversation with, with him. So just a, a few years ahead. Uh, but I agree with you completely, right? A uh, hundred years, so much will change. So even trying to think like 10,000 years from now into the future, we might not even, it, it could be like ants trying to comprehend humans, you know? Agree. Excellent points. Okay, so you mentioned, uh, you know, some of the, the qualities of a, of a mindful leader. How does, how does one become this this mindful leader how does one even you know start doing this and bringing this to other people
well probably like buddha right reject everything they have and go on the path uh to reflect upon themselves and learn from others different different cultures um uh, but j joking aside uh, i would divide it into three points uh first um start self-reflecting about yourself uh, and it's about the inner like looking on yourself uh your actions and the reasons for those actions and um, uh, thinking about uh, why the particular situation made you feel this or that way so like have your have your mental state and how your body reacts to different situations and often you could be really surprised uh, why uh, the, how different your body and your mind react to the same situation like lo on logical standpoint you may know that something happened and there is a reason for that and then your body tells you that something is is wrong and you don't agree with that um, so so self-reflection and you could also expand on that through free feedback from others uh, talking to people you you value uh, that uh, with people that voice is valuable to you right. I, I often share like a very quick and simple exercise like if you want to know how people look at you just talk to five people who knows you the best and ask them that question like and and you will know what is your personal brand and you will be able to put, build it from there uh, and um, yeah discussing with others and and and, uh, and really learn learning yourself it, I, I think it starts from you um, then when you then moving to the second point once you do this self-reflection you actually have much bigger self-awareness uh, whenever someone asks me like what is the key skill uh, to be a leader i answer it's uh, self-awareness like you need to know yourself really well you need to know from basic stuff like what are your good things and what are your um, uh, bad things meaning strengths and weaknesses so that you even know how to actually compose the team around you so that not it, it's not like a team that is uh, consisted of same people like you and um, then it's very easy to communicate because everyone thinks like you but then you say something and everyone says yeah that's a that's a good idea uh, because you don't have anyone with the opposite one which which might be uh, tragic uh, at the end uh, but also uh, to build a team of people that are actually supplementing you on your weaknesses like you, you need to know what they are otherwise you won't be able to do that um, um, and but to build further on that uh, understanding your beliefs understanding your motivations um, this will allow you to be uh, to be better leader because once you know how to understand yourself better you will be able to be more empathetical towards your team members people you cooperate with understand their points of view 
or trying to understand and also trying to look from the system view uh, from like third party like imagine uh, looking at the discussion you have with other person from the side mm. and when you look on two people that are angry it sounds like ridiculous it's like like what's what's even their point like they are basically saying the same thing and are going all, almost about the thing that they are agreeing but you can see that because you are looking from the side uh, and and i actually like that like exercise like when you have this first sense that you are out of the line and think okay how it would look from the side and you can quickly change your behavior because you know that actually right now you don't look good um, and probably you wouldn't want to act that way um, and then the last element is about the tool set and practicing so there are different things that you can do naturally meditation is something that comes uh, first to your mind and uh, but like even like yoga or uh, active exercises like running i actually do meditate uh, once running and um, so like not taking any headphones with me any podcast but just uh, just with my own head uh, and go running and with trying not to not to think trying to uh, clear my mind and just focusing on on my movements, so like from left to right, from left to right. Uh, and I actually use this technique also um, when I'm pretty stressed or anxious, in a sense that when I'm after a hard day of work and I know that I need to finish something, one more important thing, I may decide to actually go for a quick run to clear my head and then get back to that particular thing uh, with, uh, with, with a different approach, a little bit of endorphins. Mm. Uh, but also, so, so this year I, I, actually, I did one half uh, Ironman and I overdid it on, on a bike. So when I started running on the first two kilometers, I already had cramps. And then on fifth kilometer, I felt like, uh okay like I, I was almost done so then i started to keep repeating myself just keep running and it was the only thing that i had in my head on repetition for the next like 16 kilometers uh just keep running and and i did um and it's also like when you don't think about all those things like the pain is somehow fading uh, and and I, I'm not sure if it's uh, accurate from a medical standpoint, but I actually feel that once I'm clearing my mind and not thinking about all the things around, when I'm doing sports, I actually consume less energy. Um, so, uh, yeah. Perfect. You, you, yeah, you covered, you know, everything from awareness to self-awareness to motivation to emotional intelligence to leadership plus all these all these practices. Uh, they say that um, like an like an Ironman or any sort of physical activity is is 80 percent uh, mental 
and 20% mental. So <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep running, keep running. Uh, Ukash, final, uh, final thing that you could leave the listeners and the readers with. Any suggestions to, I don't know, uh, to a practice, to a program, to some materials, a book, a video, anything that you want to leave the, the listeners and readers with? Sure. Um, so to maybe connect it with the topic we talk about, so uh, mindful leader. Um, if you are like looking for your own meaning and like, or if you have a drop of motivation, the book that I would uh, recommend is Man's Search of Meaning uh, by Victor Frank. Um, so uh, he was the survivor from uh, a Nazi camp uh, during the World War II, and he's explaining there his uh, experiences and he, how he stayed on the positive side uh, of mind. And it's definitely a moving uh, position. Uh, it also covers some uh, psychological uh, tools that you can use. But for me, it was even more important uh, to look at the world through his eyes and understand how positive you can be even in the worst possible situation um, and, and how like mental training can actually help you to better prepare uh, for whatever comes your way. And uh, other aspect would be to try some kind of unplug exercises. So turning off your uh, laptop, your mobile phone, and, and going somewhere into the wild, into the nature, spend time there. Uh, I'm, I'm practicing that from, from time to time, like either a longer weekend or a week. Uh, and then either doing some hiking or uh, reading books. Uh, that would be probably a pretty good option to, to detach from the digital world. Um, and another option could be even attending like a silent uh, meditation retreat. Uh, there are a lot of centers all over the world, like Vipassana meditation centers, uh, who are actually uh, free. You just pay as much as you want, so it's uh, complimentary. Um, and yeah, I would end up with that. Thank you so much. Lukas uh, Vyachinsky, thank you so much for your time. Uh, there you have it. Uh, once again, thank you, thank you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you, Patrick. Uh, it was awesome to talk to you. Uh, see you soon.